0: Welcome to Whitefield's Church Podcast. Our focus is to help you grow relationally, emotionally and spiritually. I hope you enjoy the message. Good morning everyone. So good to see TC here in the house. Michael and Shalynn McSwain, give it up for them. They've been serving our church so many times. Come on. I call them the special operations team. My goodness, they're so gifted in the Lord, and it is a blessing to have such a great friendship that we have. I just want to honor that and always say, "What is just surprise to see you. And I think it's not an accident, because today I was just thinking, um, up until this last morning, I was like, Lord, I feel like we need to minister Uh, To people today, and I'm glad you guys are here to join in in the end. Um, Robert and prayer team, you guys please join in to pray over um, people that will be perhaps needing some prayer for whatever reasons, you know. I just feel the Spirit of God is just leading us to do that. Uh, My message is going to be very brief, hopefully. (laughs) Um, uh, But I literally just felt strong in the Lord to talk about this, and like I said, I did not, I was split on Lord. What's going on? Usually I have a clear voice from the Lord and saying, hey, this is what needs to be preached on or shared this week. Um, but I believe this is uh, a message that just really resounds. That really, it's co- um, a cornerstone of uh, Christianity really is building the church. And uh, it's called bo- uh, boldness, really. I want to title it Boldness in Your Conviction. I always have a second title. I don't know why. Whenever I prepare for messages so for some reason to get a second title in my head so if you don't remember that one because title is very important people might not remember your message but they'll remember your title and one of the things called i'm not afraid anymore if you guys watched home alone you guys know kevin and with that fire uh (laughs) what do you call it fire pit downstairs he was always afraid of going downstairs by himself and then finally when he was left alone and he had to face his fear. But he he said, I'm not afraid anymore. He just decided that's it. So if you walk out with anything today, walk out with I'm not afraid anymore. (laughs) Because you are walking in the spirit of the Lord, right? You're walking with God. You have nothing to fear. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's open up with prayer. Lord, we just thank you so much for your word that is always going forth, Lord. We just ask that we would be able to prepare our hearts and receive it, Lord. Let that seed, your word, drop Lord, into good soil, Hallelujah. We just pray for your power, for your anointing. Just come through. Lord, it's not me speaking, Lord. It's you, Lord. I have completely surrendered to you, Father God. Thank you so much for your love. Thank you so much for your word. And in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. All right, so I have quite a few testimonies over this last couple of weeks. Um, This last Sunday I wasn't here in church with my soccer team. We were playing uh, in a tournament, Alaska State tournament. We always compete. We always do well. Uh, This time around, we lost in the semifinal, which, you know, is a huge blessing, honestly, because we wouldn't have had manpower to compete uh, in the final because uh, most of the guys got hurt besides three guys. (laughs) So, and it was tough, but it was an incredible time. Let me just say just the amount of testimonies that I get just by simply having a soccer team. Remember a few weeks back, I was talking about well, I would say in the last couple of X amount of weeks, um, the kingdom of God is based on the little things, right? He, it, Jesus takes as an example of a seed, like a mustard seed, something so small, and says, this is what the kingdom of God is like. And, you know, he wasn't comparing the kingdom of God to something like huge, like, a, I don't know, New York City, or you would think about it. But they were probably pretty excited to hear the kingdom of God is like what? And they're like mustard seed. It wasn't very exciting to hear that probably for them. But that's what it is, really. If you think about it, every action we take, every word we say has carried so much value. And as a believer, you have, you carry the kingdom of God. You're, you're a vessel and the carrier of the kingdom of God. You, you carry the presence of God wherever you go. So a lot of times, it's just the one word that you say to a person that can really bring them to life. We're talking about that guy just overheard worship, you know, and just stopped by. There was another gal that was there, stop, just stopped by. She was walking, and she seemed like she was Brokenhearted, and uh, we started praying for her, and we had other people praying, and she just swept the whole time during our outdoor worship event. And I said, "Man, that's great. Even if it's just for one person, it's worth it, right?" Uh, less than a, less than a month ago, or a month ago, I went to Armenia with my dad, uh, also on the theme of talking about what the Lord does sometimes for one person. But me and Dad were flying to Armenia, and I mean, me and dad were nervous i mean we were speaking in front of thousands of people a humongous church right <laughs> and we're like what are we gonna do we've never been on such a huge stage and but we were just having a good time and on our last leg flight uh from Doha, qatar to uh Armenia, yerevan we were on the flight with this one gal and uh she was uh she had a middle seat and me and dad when we travel obviously it's better to sit aisle in the window and then um she happened to, she's Armenian, but she happened to speak Russian as well. And, uh, you know, we gave up, we gave her the middle, uh, we gave up our, our window seat, and that was pretty cool. That gave us a window of opportunity. <laughs> Seriously, guys, it's great. Like, you'd be surprised how amazing it is. Uh, people <laughs> react very positively. So when you're booking a flight, it's actually a way of testimony. And then, you know, now you can tell them whatever you want. And the flight was full, so she really had no option, you know, of going anywhere. So, and uh, me and dad, we just, you know, went for it. But my dad has, I learned a lot from this mighty man of God. He has a way of talking to people, cracking a joke, and just laughing with them. And then, you know, I don't know, feel better about yourself, person. He will really encourage you. And I just, while I was eating, because I was hungry, and uh, yes, they feed on those flights internationally, which is cool. Um, so after I finished eating, uh, I kind of stepped in. Dad already prepared her heart. (laughs) And then dad started eating. I took over. But anyways, so at the end of the flight, she was crying. She understands that this is a divine, uh, meeting. She was going because she just lost her brother in Armenia. They lost over, I think they say around 5,000 young men. Uh, because Armenia is the country that is surrounded by all Muslim nations. Um, they're considered technically a Christian nation. And so, uh, there's continuous warfare for happening. But anyway, she lost her brother in the war. With you know, that brother had two young kids, and we just ministered, and she just kept crying at the end. And like, wow, she's like, I believe this is God's meeting. And I thought to my dad, I was like, God, uh, look, uh, was like, Dad. That must be the reason why we flew. Who cares how well we do over here preaching on stage? You're, you, you'll leave the 99 to go get that one, right? And if, it, I'm like, Lord, if it was just for that one gal, it was worth it. Uh, she contacted me recently. She actually lives in Michigan. And uh, she she's not only that. She went and shared that good message with her mom. And the Lord has been after their hearts a couple of times already. And they said they started listening to uh, Christian messages connected to... Uh, that pastor where we went to that church, which is incredible. Um, I look at it, and I'm like, Lord, at that time, I didn't know. I I said what I had to do. We did what we had to do. And just like, you know, with uh, planting seeds, so our our job is to plant. As to how it grows, it's not up to us, right? It talks about farmers. It says he he plants it, but though he does not know how it grows, right? So that part is not up to us. That's up to the Lord to decide. Amen? So that is really cool. And I want to encourage you today. And hopefully today when you walk out of here, you're going to be more encouraged to be bold in your faith, bold in your conviction. When the Lord prompts you to do something, if the Lord prompts you to buy a lunch for somebody behind you in the drive-thru, do it. Because I can guarantee you, give it 30 seconds, your conscience will uh, talk you out of it. Like, your conscience. (laughs) But I think when you have that urgency to do something, do it. Don't hold back. Amen? You know, and so that's awesome. Going back to the soccer, (laughs) it's amazing that even us, when we were playing on our soccer team, and the fact that when we don't argue with the referees, uh, when we don't curse Sometimes it slips up on certain guys. I'm not gonna say we're a bunch of men, and there's guys that are continuously are ministered to. They're not born again Christians fully yet. Um, we don't allow just because it says Christ United FC doesn't mean you have to be born again Christian to play on my soccer team. It's just a bunch of group of men, bunch of dads at this point um, who have kids, only a few younger ones. But somehow God has given us an opportunity to just randomly pick up different people and start ministering to them. And one of the coolest things is seeing. Uh, The results of that a lot of times in tournament happens people are like, ah, you know cool. It's over We didn't win But for some reason afterwards like a few days later you start getting emails from referees I get a lot of emails from referees because they just love he's like It's so easy to ref you guys. You don't question our calls. You guys are happy with everything most of the time you guys are positive to the opponents if the ball goes off of you, like out of bounds, you're like, no, 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 sir, it's off of me. Even if a re- when a referee is making a wrong decision. But those things speak volumes. Those things are sermon to other people. We're a salt to the earth, right? We are letters walking around being read by all other people. So when you are doing something different that this world doesn't do, you're already preaching the gospel. You're already standing out. You're going to get people's attention. Guarantee you that. It was awesome because uh, the, uh, that first Sunday, not this last Sunday, we left after church with Larissa and Alita to go dip netting in Kenai. Um, I, I enjoy doing that. I, I don't like to do it for a long time. I don't want to sleep on the beach in the car. I need full comfort to sleep. But every time I'm like, Lord, just why do I hear all these stories of people going to like Kenai, getting out, in two hours they have their limit. Why doesn't it ever happen to me? I was like, come on, God, do it. Well, guys, let me just say this was one of those moments that pretty much happened. It was incredible. And I realized it was just a perfect timing of God of just to bring the gospel to a few people that are on the beach. Um, Before, me and Robert were talking that back in the day, or perhaps at certain places they still do, and I hope they do, like if somebody caught a fish, everybody else is, like, happy for them, and they're encouraging them. They're like, yeah, way to go. Uh, When me and Larissa go, um, I thought I was bold, you know, like, yeah, good job. I mean, Larissa's next level. She's like, yeah, you go, good stuff. And then, like, if somebody pulls out a net and they're like, oh, they don't have it, like, the fish probably slipped out, you know, jumped out of the net. She's like, hey, don't worry, you're going to get the next one. Let me just say, just as negativity is contagious, positivity, encouragement is just as contagious. You start becoming the light to the world, you start doing things that the world's not doing anymore, that is not considered cool, you do it and just see what happens. Like, people back in the day would say hi to each other regularly, right? Like, they see each other, I'm like, hello. Like, it's a normal thing to do. Um, I want to encourage you. When you go to the store, wherever you're at, you know, let that shine. Be like, hello, Hi. Saying hello to kids, just like, how you doing, you know? It's, those things are very valuable, but nowadays people are just so tight and just don't trust anybody or anything like that. So um, anyways, all I wanted to say is 99% of my testimonies come from me being bold in Christ. And for some reason, though, a lot of Christians nowadays, they're actually more timid. And I think this is more time than ever before to actually reach out. Because people try everything there is out there and it ain't working for them. Drugs, alcohol, whatever. They, nothing can bring that joy that only Jesus can. Amen? So, you know, uh, I thought of this phrase this morning. Wayne Gretzky, I believe, said that, right? You miss 100% of the, the shots you don't take. Yeah. So I think God gives us many opportunities. And if you're thinking for a perfect scenario to share the gospel, it's not going to happen if you think about it. Uh, perfect mood atmosphere you just you will have every little reason to not say something anyway so while we're uh keen eye dipping dip uh, netting i'm standing next to this older gentleman really cool out of anchorage and i'm how you doing and we're talking and he's like what are you doing i'm like well i'm a pastor but work you know from my brother as well here's what i do and we start talking about faith and he's like oh i'm a catholic and i'm like oh I'm like, did you know that the series, The Chosen, I'm like, the actor is Catholic. I'm like, you should check it out, you know. It's perfect, by the way, uh, to have resources like that, guys. Let people just say that, The Chosen series, if nobody has seen it. It's a perfect window to let people know more about Jesus. Anyways, we get into this conversation, and it's pretty quiet, Okay. We haven't caught anything. We just got in and we're just chatting and everything like that. And we start talking about how always other people talk about whenever they show up, they catch their limits. And uh, I'm like, yeah, but it doesn't happen to me, uh, you know, for some reason. Last time it happened on the way out when we were about to leave and it came, but we spent like day and a half. He's like, yeah, I know. Well, he's like, well, you're a pastor. Why don't you pray? Yes, <laughs> 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 it sounds pretty cute, right? But. Do you think about the weight of that? <laughs> if I pray and the fish don't come, what kind of a pastor, what kind of a believer I am. And I'm like, oh, Lord, I'm like, I realize that phrase is like, it's not a joke. A joke? Uh, oh, Lord, I don't know. I'm like, Lord, you really got to come through for this one. <laughs> oh, man. I'm like, I am not ashamed of the gospel. And in my mind, I'm like, Lord, I'm, pre- Lord, I'm preaching the gospel, you see that I'm not ashamed, Lord, come on, <laughs> show up, and, I, and then I just stopped and I just said, Lord Jesus, oh, everything that's on earth belongs to you, Lord, send us some fish, show us your glory. I, I said it pretty loud enough where there's people down, you know, <laughs> down the beach with their dip nets. just look out, and am like, hmm, who's that? <laughs> I promise you guys, less than 15 minutes, like every other person was pulling fish, it was like left and right. I, okay, <laughs> it's not me, <laughs> it's Lord, but it was my faith that I'm like, I was like, Lord, I'm, I'm bold, but I really need you to come through, because I could tell that this person, let me try to switch the mics real quick, okay, let's try this one, perfect, um, and I, I, I notice I'm like, wow, what a... What a blessing. And we got so tired, and you're in the waiters and you're like running back and forth, you know, to the beach. Uh, I was wearing Barry's, uh, uh, Barry's waiters. It was awesome. It said Father on the inside. And that was another reason. I was like, Lord, Barry, come on. <laughs> and uh, it was amazing. But, anyways, And people, everybody started catching it. And then we're like, good job, good stuff, guys. I mean, and it just keeps going. And literally, the window opened up. We got there at 6 p.m. And that window opened from 8.30 to, you can dip net until 11. And it would more more between 8.30 to 10.30 probably. Or actually 11. Even at 11, people were like catching their last one. I caught one right at 11. It was pretty cool. And I was like, Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Anyways. Afterwards, we're cleaning fish. We're, I mean, we're tired, you know, because I, mean, I hauled a lot of fish. And then we're cleaning it out, and I, a guy comes back and says, hey, man, I just want to get my number. Uh, I would love to meet up. And uh, this older gentleman, he's just so touched. He's like, in my lifetime, he's like, I've never had such an experience not only to catch a whole bunch of fish, but to be next to people that are truly, you know, walking in faith. He's like, and I'm like, Lord, okay, if he shows up next year, wants to go dip netting with me. You better come through, Lord. But it's awesome. And then on top of that, before the the whole thing ended, there was another couple that used to go to church. And they lately have not been going to church, a husband and wife, and they have little kids. And we got to talk about the Lord, you know. And they were like, yeah, where you where do you pass? We would love to stop by and, you know, uh, sp- you spend some time at that church. And so they haven't showed up yet, but it's all good. I'm still praying. Remember, it's not up to me, right? I, you do the rest. You do the best. God does the rest. Remember that phrase. Do the best, God does the rest. But you cannot be afraid. Man, that's quite an entry. All right. Well, when you're younger and, you know, you're more bold, right? Would you agree that until the kid falls off of something, he probably is just, he's got no fear. And, and they're sincere, you know, they still haven't felt the wrath of people, and you know <laughs> things like that. So, um, if if you want to pick a nose, if a kid wants to pick a nose, he just does not He doesn't care what, who's looking at him. He wants to he wants to let one out. He farts. You know, there's there's this um, just out uh, just confidence and uh, not worry about anything kind of thing. You know. And then you, as you grow up, you become this smart adult, right? You become sort of, I want to say, a pessimist. You start questioning every little thing does and everybody's intentions. Um, that's why I love the scripture tells us, you know, you have to be like children in order to inherit the kingdom of God. Now, in Corinthians, later on, it talks about you shouldn't have to be as a kid in all of your ways. But it's talking about being like a child when it comes to evil things, you know, having a pure heart. And kids don't carry a lot of this. How do I say this? Weight of memories. Like, I remember two years ago, you've taken my Tonka truck. And I'm still offended by that. I would want you to complete. You notice kids don't do that, right? They're, they're just like, hey, five minutes later, somebody, rep- mom replaces a toy. They're playing. They're happy. So I, I really love that about kids. And anyways, but nowadays, like I've mentioned, you know, people are so particular and smart they don't talk in public they don't say hello or anything like that so um but one of the things that is, i believe is a result of the fruits of the lord uh, given us in the life it says matthew 720 right therefore by their fruits you will, uh you will know them and i believe one of the results of the fruits um is boldness you know having confidence in your faith uh and I noticed that, especially when it, come, uh, when it comes to, like, when you first come to know the Lord, you just want to tell the whole world about it, right? You're like, man, you need to try Jesus. And so, but then we start thinking about it, overthinking, we're, we're like, ah, no, it's okay. I don't want to offend anyone, you know, any of their faith or religions. Really, like, you, you, for you offering to pray for someone or telling them some good news, you think you're going to offend someone. Okay, what's the worst? Gonna happen, they're gonna say no, thank you. All right, well, you did your part, amen. So, I love it. Luke eleven thirty three. 33. Uh, if you're taking notes, it says, No one lights a lamp and puts it in the place where it will be hidden or under a bowl, instead, they point, uh, point it on its stand, they put it on its stand, so that those who come in may see the light. Okay, so that's the point. Okay, you're carrying the light of God. What, what you doing if you're just hiding your faith in your house or in your church? Nobody better see me going to church, you know. No. Be bold. You have something that is of eternity. Something that this world cannot offer. Amen. So, but kingdom of God is based on little things. So obviously, you don't just walk around and say, you're a sinner. You need Jesus, you know. You need to really open up your heart and you need to start loving people. Because that's where people, I believe a lot of Christians get it wrong. Because they think they, uh, you become Christian, you just, it means you set apart and you don't talk to anybody from this world. No, it's actually complete opposite. Jesus even last prayer was right. He said, I don't pray that you take him out of the world, but no. So that's my point is Jesus wants us to be within the world, but not to be affected by it. And so wherever we're at... We're de- declaring his kingdom, amen? Every little thing we do, everything we say. John seven thirty eight. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the scripture declares, river of living water will, fro- fl- will flow from his heart. And as I have mentioned, you, you're a life carrier. You. You, everywhere you go, you carry that river of life wherever you're at. With your smile, your personality, how you behave, you know, Things that you do. If somebody's taking shortcuts at work, you know, you don't necessarily need to go and, like, run up and be like, hey, boss, something something happens. All you need to do is just be yourself a man of integrity, and you can win people's hearts. say, no, I just don't do that. That's okay if you do. You know, I'm not offended by that. But you become a carrier of his living water. Amen? So whether you're fishing, you're going to work, hanging out with friends, do not be afraid. Okay? Okay. and, again, to go back to kids, they're they're not afraid of anything, right? And, in fact, if you ever listen to kids' conversation, and I'm a lot around them right now. I have little ones that just continuously talk, and it's it's fun, but at the same time, I learn a lot, actually, from them. But I, I listen to Alita. I'm really encouraged by that. And she preaches the Lord or Jesus Christ everywhere she goes. It's pretty cool, actually. Um, and she doesn't overcomplicate it, you know? Uh She's playing in the backyard with our neighbor, our tenant, who's got a daughter, and she's telling her about spiritual things, about demons. She's like, because the girl's talking about all sorts of different, like, you know, witchcraft, and she's like, you know what, you you need Jesus. She's like, you know, Jesus can help you overcome your fears, so you're not going to be scared at night, and then you should stop watching scary things before you go to bed. And this is coming from my girl, I'm like, Lord... Everything, like, a parent would want in your kid. And, like, Lord, is it already I can celebrate? This is amazing. <laughs> I'm praying. I'm continuing to pray that she wouldn't lose her boldness, that, you know, fearlessness. Uh, and, but, guys, I'm telling you, kids, listen. They pick it up from early on. It's it's really, really awesome. And when we're in Kenai, I mean, she's talking about Jesus wherever she goes, you know. And we're, um, she she likes to run around with a stick and hit it on top of the fish head, you know. And, uh <laughs> And everywhere she, she goes, she's like, I can do it for you. And then she hits it, and she's like, oh, God bless you guys. And, and I'm like, praise God. She's not afraid. Wherever she goes, she's sharing her toys, and she's always sharing the love of Christ. But anyways, as, as adults and as we become older, we're like, oh, well, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not, this is not my calling. Well, first of all, if you're, if you're a believer, you're calling, you're a disciple, okay? You need to go and tell people about Jesus, Otherwise, you're kind of selfish. (laughs) But I mean, like, it's up to you how much impact you want to make. But I believe today God is going to set some people free to be more bold about their faith. Amen? I remember just, like, sometimes you could come up to a person, um, I don't know, and ask. Even nowadays, you know, I came up to one time a person and I said, hey, you know, are you a Christian? And they're like, they didn't know I was a Christian, you know, it was just a random person. And they're like, well, you know. Uh, they start like shuffling around yeah i mean like not very religious but you know my parents go to church there sometimes they have cute gals over there you know (laughs) and things like that and um i would you know stop by occasionally and i'm thinking like will this kind of christian be welcomed you know at the gates let's just (laughs) use that scenario i guess Saint Paul by the pearly gates. Let's just say that person comes up. Let's just give him a name, Kenny. Nobody's Kenny here. Okay, good. We can use the name Kenny. And Kenny comes to the Lord and it says, like, it comes up to the, you know, to the, to the heavenly gates, and Paul will like turn back to Jesus, say, hey, Jesus, do you know this guy? And Jesus will be like, well, you know. He stopped by there occasionally sometimes. Just imagine that scenario. Like, he stopped by sometimes. He thought the girls were cute, but his parents are Christian. Just that scenario, I could. (laughs) The name of the Lord is strong tower. Why should you be ashamed, you know? You're a carrier of his life, amen? We got nothing to be ashamed of. Let that person, you know, that I've met, few evolutionist people before um and i remember going back to actually high school days in uh 10th grade in my biology class we've uh the teacher would allow he's like we're gonna do christianity or creationism versus evolution and uh and he let kids just go at it he's like you all prepare whichever side you want to defend and we're just gonna let it we'll have a fun time you know debating each other um but I remember that was just a pretty epic moment because prior to that moment, I was always timid. I was scared. Like, I was not a public person. I feel, until this day, you may not believe that, but I'm shy, okay? <laughs> but uh, but I believe that broke me out because, uh, out of my fear, because I would sit there and I'm like, and I'm listening to these kids talking about evolution and, you know, came came from the monkeys and things like that. And then something rose up within me like, I'm like I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, Lord. Come on, I'm, I'm going to talk about it. I'm not going to be ashamed, and I and I start. I and I stood up, <laughs> and I just went to town about God. You know how, how real He is in my life, and, uh, and and I'm thinking I'm like you know, let the evolutionist, a person, be shuffling and doing all this. You know, you know, worried about his ancestry. <laughs> genealogy you know i came from a monkey well i come from a living lord you know you got you got so much you, you got god you got the church of god behind you you know you're not alone in this so do not be ashamed of the gospel of jesus christ amen and so um luke 9 26 is another passage for you we'll be wrapping up here shortly whoever is ashamed of me and my words the son of man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his glory and in the glory of the father and of the holy angels so again whoever is ashamed of me and my words the son of man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his glory we should not be ashamed amen second timothy 1.17. for the spirit of god uh, for the spirit god gave us does not make us timid but it gives us power love and self discipline again the spirit for the spirit God gives us does not make us timid, but it gives us power, love, and self discipline. We have power. We have power in the Lord. Amen. Turn to your neighbor, anybody around you, say, I got the power. <laughs> I was like, no, I got the power. Like, say it with some confidence. I got the power. Come on, you got the power. You got the heavens behind you. Amen. Amen. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power. Romans one sixteen. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes. Again, look at this. Both of these passages, 2 Timothy one seventeen and Romans one sixteen, they talk about the power. The kind of power that you get when you let God drive your wheel of your spirit. Guys, until you do it, <laughs> you know, we can't. Think about it like it's like trying to drive and holding on to the wheel and, and the letting Jesus like, okay, okay, you take over Jesus, but you're holding on. You're like, oh, but I'm still scared. Uh, I, don't, I don't fully trust you, you know. What is, what's her, Carrie Underwood says, Jesus, take the wheel? <laughs> Let Jesus take the wheel, okay? I don't know how her lifestyle is, but uh, whatever it is, may the Lord bless her. I think she's a believer if I, don't, if I'm not, I could be mistaken. But let Jesus take the wheel completely and just start trusting him. With the little things that you do, your little testimony, it has power. Think about it, right? When Jesus decided to go in the land of Gerasenes across to the ocean, do you remember, like, I've talked about a few weeks ago and I've reflected on it a few times, but the storm all of a sudden rose up because devil... Knew the kind of potential that that man had. He was demon-possessed. I mean, legions. Think about it. But obviously because his testimony had power. And now when the Lord delivered him, he was like, Jesus, I'm going to come with you, okay? Is that cool? And I want to be on the Jesus team. And Jesus was like, no, no, no. I, I want you to go back to where you're at. You know, I'm not taking you out of it. I took it out of you. And so that's the kind of power that you have. When the Lord comes into your life, when you fully surrender, you have the power to impact anywhere we go. We see a lot of days nowadays Christians that are like, I need to go on missionary to Mexico, another country. That's great. You know, there's times for that. There's people that are serving in those lands. You can support them financially and bless them. But what about people that are around you? The number one thing that the Lord has um, questioned me when I really took the Lord seriously, again, in my life, you know, as I grew the Lord said, what, what are you doing with this circle of friends that you have? What are you doing with your influence of friends? Are you being bold with them? Have you shared the love of God with them? And then I started just opening up my house. I started inviting people for dinner. You know, you can keep it simple. You don't have to do filet mignon for dinner. Even if you do top ramen and salsa and chips, <laughs> open up your house you'll be impressed with the kind of thing that you'll experience. You start planting into people's lives, and then they see the love of God. You know, it's by, because a lot of times we talk about, you know, like, you know, faith, faith, but faith without works is not really faith. Our, Our actions need to follow. Amen? You agree with that? Yeah, if I say I'm a Christian, you know, my actions need to reflect that. That means everything that Jesus did, I have the right to do. You have access to that. You have full access to the kingdom of God. You have access to lay hands on sick and they'll be, you know, healed. You can lay hands and people can be set free. It's true. It's within you. It's all within you. And God today is just challenging us, like, step out. Be bold. Okay? If you want to see an image, remember when Peter was like, Jesus, if it's you, let me come. (laughs) And he did. He was bold. A lot of times we see that scripture in a negative uh, uh, light for some reason because we're thinking, well, Jesus, I mean, Peter sunk. Well, the fact that he was walking on water is pretty impressive already. <laughs> you know? So, but he st- stepped out of the boat. You got to step out of your comfort zone. You got to step out of the boat that you're in and you're always driving and just try something. This week and just continuing on this whole year, the rest of the year, our whole theme for this church I've been for this year was the power of your testimony. Your word has power. Your little word that you don't think is a big deal or what the Lord did in your life, It has significant power. That's why the devil is trying to do everything again to keep your mouth shut. You got something to tell. You're a carrier of life. Amen? Amen. All right, let's stand to our feet. And as we worship, um, I would want you to, if you're struggling with that, guys, we're family here, okay? And in fact, you know, you don't need to come forward. How about this? If you need a little bit of a boost, of a little bit of a nas from the Holy Spirit, of confidence to walk in boldness of faith... Pick up your hand right now, just wherever you're at. We'll have people come around you. All right, perfect, guys. Now turn around, everybody. Look at each other. That's good. Let's surround different people. You go as more from one point to another point, but let's minister to each other right now. I really want to take this time, guys. Whatever it is, and if you have a need, this is the time. Uh, it says that by fulf- uh, when we carry each other's needs, we're fulfilling the law of the Lord. Amen? So let's carry each other right now as we worship the Lord and really pray for each other. Amen? All right, be blessed in that. Step out. This is your first action of boldness, guys. Here we go. Challenging you. Come on. Thank you for joining us today. Please make sure to subscribe to our podcast. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit our website, whitefieldsalaska.com. Thanks again for listening, and may God bless you today.